0: Hello and welcome to day 2 and also verse 2 of Psalm 91. My name is Joni Scott and um, I am just here to share with you a lot of what I gleaned from Psalm 91 as I simply meditated and memorized it last year. It really is a great psalm. Um, It's a great chapter right in the middle of the Bible. Almost as though God intended it to be an anchor. I wanna encourage you to memorize it as well, because as you memorize, you're gonna roll that thing around in your mind and those words are gonna have new meaning to you. You're gonna see things that you probably wouldn't have if you didn't take that time to memorize. It's kind of like doing a puzzle. Back when my kids were younger, I homeschooled them. And I discovered early on that if I bought a puzzle, say about birds, we're learning about birds, and maybe the puzzle had all kinds of different birds and um, they would be looking at those individual pieces and i did too and you would get so many details in your mind about that bird and learn the names because over that period of time putting that puzzle together you were focused on individual pieces and that's how i see psalm 91 right now that When you memorize, you're taking it in pieces. Of course, it goes for any other verse or chapter in the Bible as well, Um, but it's a great way to meditate and to think about uh, what we're actually reading. So here we are. I am personally in day 10 of this, I guess I'd call it a semi-quarantine, and we are forced to do things like puzzles, right? Right? wash, paint, and dry, as they say. Um, I saw a meme. I've seen a lot of funny memes. You probably have, too. It said, I haven't been bored at all during this quarantine. I'm only wondering why one bag of rice has 11,790 grains, and my other bag has 11,740. Yep. So this is the times when we are counting rice grains, right? So... Let's kind of do the same thing with God's Word. Let's look at it deeply. And again, one way to do that is to memorize. All right, so let's go back, first of all, to verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So first of all, take a look. Am I dwelling in the secret place? then let's read verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Okay, let's break it down. Let's count the rice, so to speak. I will say of the Lord. I will say. Do we say that? I mean, that's what I ask myself. Do I say it? I tend to, like, want to sit in my blue chair and meditate on God's Word and think about it and mull it around in my head, but do I say it? And is it really important to say it? The Bible, all over the place, tells us to declare and to say and to sing and to uh, share with one another God's Word, so there is something that happens when we say it truths from God's word out loud. And I looked up what the meaning of that word say is in the Strong's Concordance and it has a lot of different um, connotations. It could mean to say, to speak, to declare, to publish. But I found this really interesting. It says it also refers to what is being communicated by a person's actions along with his words. What? Ouch! So it's not just something that you say, but something that you live. Sometimes we're not living it. Sometimes maybe we're scared. We're worried. We're fretful. But we say of the Lord, He is my refuge. We're taking a look at that puzzle piece and say, you know what? He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. And when we say it, we slowly begin to believe it and we feel it. It's a step of faith to say it and to say it out loud. He is my refuge. Yeah, he is. That's who he is. There's something to that. And I think there's something supernatural about saying things out loud as well, even though I don't understand it. I read a story not too long ago about a young gal who was abducted. And this guy threw her in the trunk and tied her up. And, of course, she was terrified. She was a Christian uh, person, and she was just began to quote verses that she knew, and she said them over and over again. And she said that she began to feel a sense of calm as she was in that trunk of the car. And this man drove her to a cornfield, he tied her up with duct tape, and then he left. She didn't know what was going on. But this calm that she had as she had been quoting God's words stuck with her. And she was praying and basically you know miraculously the uh, you know she pulled on the duct tape and it just fell right off and uh, then she ran and she ran through this cornfield and um she hit a road and she didn't know which way to go and she prayed she felt like she should go in one direction turns out the man was coming from the other direction at that exact time and he was bringing more duct tape so she was delivered but it stood out to me that in a time when every one of us would have been completely terrified, she was quoting God's word and a sense of peace descended on her. There's something supernatural about saying God's word. If you look at Proverbs 18 21, it says death and life are the power of the tongue. And James, if you read the book of James chapter three, he speaks about the tongue how difficult it is to control that wild thing, right? Words just like slip out before we even know what happened. It's so hard to control it. It's like, like, you know, a picture like this thing just like moving all over the place. It's like, I can't catch you. It's just slippery and slimy and it just moves all over. You can't keep it still at times when you really, really need to. So Psalm 91 says, here's what you do with that tongue. Say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Let's just take a quick look at these last parts of it. We, what do we say? We say, he is my refuge. I'm going to hide in him. He is where I'm going to run to and he is where I hide. He's my refuge. Right now, a lot of people are understandably and correctly a bit concerned about this virus. So we say, God is my refuge. That is where I will hide. And he will be the one that shelters me. Like a refuge is a shelter, right? And my fortress. God is the wall around us right now. We live and move and have our being in Him. He's my fortress. You know, we can't see this virus. We can't see a lot of things that are coming our way. We don't know what tomorrow brings. But God is our fortress. And in Him will I trust. This is such an important one. We can, in our minds and in our heads and in our life, be going over and over, problem after problem after problem. We need to stop, center ourselves, and say, In Him will I trust. Yeah, finances look crazy right now. I was just talking to someone yesterday who said, was telling me a story. They're in a situation where finances, during this time of half the world or more being shut down around them. And it's just wreaking havoc and they have children. What do they do? How will they survive? And so, you know, they have found some ways to survive, but it's been very scary. And they just learned something yesterday that's come out that completely turns that around. God can be trusted. Yes, we're fearful, but he has a plan. This particular person's um, story, there was something happening she didn't know about that was actually gonna solve all their problems. God is always doing things we don't know about. So that's why we run into him, we recognize that he's the wall around us, and then we say, God, I trust you. Say it out loud. Say that verse out loud today. If you're memorizing it, it's going to help you memorize it. I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge. You are my fortress in You, I will trust. Alrighty, that is verse 2. We'll see you tomorrow. Verse 3, coming up.